0: Hey there, fabulous entrepreneur. This is Stacey Marie here, and this is episode 87 of the Social Hub podcast, and we are going to be talking about hit go on your growth. So it is all about growing your audience, growing your followers online, something that I know most of you guys are super interested in knowing how to do a lot easier than what you have been so because it's episode 87 you will be able to find all of the show notes and the details for anything i talk about in this episode all the links etc at all the w's the social hub forward slash 87 you're listening to the social hub podcast a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Kranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Welcome to today's episode, Hit Go on Your Growth. Growth is something that I know that most people struggle with that they're spending a lot of time online doing a lot of different things and not getting the results that they feel that they need, that they can't see that follower number go up and they're just not sure if they're converting followers that are the right people. And it's just not translating into actual clients in their business as well. So this training is a live stream that I did in my Facebook group and on my Facebook page called hit go on your growth. So it does sound like a live stream, but I couldn't not share it over here with you guys on the pod where I talk about some of the core foundations of building a growth strategy. So I talk about how we need to have a blended approach to growth um, between quality followers and the quantity of followers. I talk about the key things that you should never do online to grow that are just bad strategy and are going to get you nowhere. And then I talk about the three tiered approach To growth online and I delve um, quite deeply into what each of those three tiers are and how they apply to your business. At the end of it, I share a new program I'm launching called Shine, which is a group coaching container for small business owners to help you turn your fans into followers and your posts into profit with my post to profit framework for shining online and selling on social media. So you'll hear more about that at the end of this episode and all the links to check out shine and join this amazing community of people is in the show notes page for the episode today as well i'm going to hand over and let you get stuck into it So I'm going to bring this in and let's get cracking. I guess while I'm bringing this in, I'd love for the people that are on live and if you're watching the replay back, let me know how you've been feeling about growth on social media lately. Have you been been growing? Have you found it easy? Have you found that your followers have dropped off or that your growth has dropped off? How have you been feeling with it lately? Let me know in the comments how you're going and what your feelings are there. Um, and I'll bring this in and we'll get cracking, get crackalacking. All right. I know for like, for myself, definitely, I feel like, um, you know, growth has definitely like, it hasn't been as fast of late. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, You know, I think people are definitely very digitally overwhelmed. There's a lot going on in people's lives. And I also think people are being a lot more intentional about who they're they're following, why they're following them, and who they're investing their time in online. So, um, it's really important more so now than ever before that we're very strategic with how we grow our audiences online because, you know, you know, COVID was just one of those things where, you know, people in lockdown, it sent people inside, it sent people online, but it also meant that people, because people were online more, that they've become very digitally overwhelmed. And because more businesses are online, more brands are online, there's just so much digital data going out at people. So I've really noticed in the last Definitely six to nine months that people are spending more, not spending less time online, but very intentional time online. Um, So it's really important that in terms of growth strategies to grow your audience, that you know we come at this with a really holistic and strategic approach, so that you can get the most out of what you're doing. All righty. So first of all, let's talk about quality over quantity. So you would have heard a lot of experts and myself included always saying to you that it's the quality of your followers, not the quantity of your followers. That is, you know, the big deal, right? Like that, you know, you can do more with 500 followers who are your ideal client than you can with 500 followers who aren't your ideal client. And that's still 100% true. And I stand by that because it's important that you get the right people in your audience, but you also need to grow. The quantity of your followers as well. And that is something that some people don't talk about is that, you know, the actual growth of your audience and how important that is. But I think we need to pull that elephant out of the room and stop being, you know, all fluffy and lovey dovey and just saying, oh, it's quality over quantity and all those sort of things. Because yes, it's about quality, but you also need to grow your audience too. And that's just a fact of good business, right? Absolutely just a fact of good business. So, here, let's break it down between the difference between quality followers and quantity of followers and how they impact your business. So, having good quality followers ensures that you are going to have the right people in your audience. It means you're going to have people that need your solution to their problem or the, the people that need the outcome that you're providing them with your business, what you offer, what you course, your service, your product. Um, and it's also going to mean that you have people that are aligned with your brand values, right? But having a, you know, a, a growing following, like growing an audience where there's more people coming into your audience is also really important because clients will outgrow you and some of them will no lo- at some point no longer need you. And that's just a fact of life and business, right? You know, how you think about as a woman, how many times over the course of your life have you changed hairdressers, right? It's not that you don't like the old hairdresser, it's just that you outgrow some people and you want to maybe go somewhere with a different location or that offers a different type of service or something like that, right? Clients outgrow you. And that's just that's just a part of life. And also for some people, them outgrowing you is actually end game. So for someone like myself, if I use myself in it as an example, my clients outgrowing me is actually my end game, right? Like when I'm teaching someone social media, my whole purpose is that they will get to the point that they will be they will have mastery over their own social media marketing that they don't need me as much if at all anymore or they grow their business to the point because they've been able to leverage off um, the strategies that I teach them that they're making enough money and generating enough income and revenue in their business that they can outsource it to somebody else. So ultimately for me, people outgrowing me is endgame. So I, need, I know I need to have more people coming into my audience because that's just, you know, how I'm going to continue to have a steady stream of clients and people in my courses. So how do you grow effectively? So we need a blended approach, right? We need to focus on growing an audience, but we also need to focus on growing the right audience. So good quality followers with a clear strategy. And we want to do this in a way that avoids digital burnout and that gets time and money back into your pocket. So, you know, it's, um, we don't want to be doing things to grow our audience that are going to burn us out online and that are going to you know mean that we're spending 16 hours a day online like that's just not achievable right that's we've all got other lives and things to do um and but we also want to have a strategy that's going to put money back into our pocket when we grow our audience you know so that we can convert them into actual clients as well so where does it go wrong for most people so for most people where their growth strategy goes wrong is that they don't have a strategy Um, and or they have a cookie cutter approach so like they've downloaded like a template or some sort of strategy process that's just here's a 10-step process go and follow it but it's not actually really workable for their audience or for their business model or potentially they've got a spaghetti at a wall approach which is where you're just kind of throwing stuff out there just to see what works um, and hoping that something sticks in terms of how to grow your following. Maybe you're adopting something you heard in a Facebook group or that your neighbour told you that their friend did or something like that or another business friend did that may have a totally different business model to you, right? Um, So if you're on live, let me know. Hey, Christy, thank you. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Uh, Hopefully it should be easier to see now that I've moved on to some other slides. Um, um, Let me know, do you have a strategy or are you doing spaghetti at all? Like, how do, you, how, how do you feel in terms of your growth strategy, in terms of the things that you're doing to grow your followers, the things that you're doing to grow your audience? Do you feel like you're following a strategy or do you feel like it's a little bit hit and miss and a bit scattergun in your approach to doing that? All right. So if you don't know me, I know most of you that are probably on live do. But if you haven't met me before, I'm Stacey Marie. I'm a digital business coach. I help people to own their brilliance, shine on social media and amplify their businesses with digital offers and do it all without the mum guilt or burnout. I'm also a mum to two beautiful girls um ella and marley i am a wife i am a cat mum, i live in northern new south wales i like the beach and camping and drinking wine and you'll always find me in casual clothes somewhere in the outdoors rather than high heels at some fancy place that's just i'm really a country girl at heart is what i would like to say hey steph how you going um, who else is on now? Erin, spaghetti it a wall. That's okay. That's life. Like it happens, right? It's good to know where you're at because once you know where you're at, then you can move forward. Um, Ash, collaborative opportunities, we're gonna talk more about that in um, this session today. So I guess I just wanna say that, you know, like you, if you're struggling to grow your audience online. You're not alone. Like most of my clients have the same challenge. Nearly every single person that I've worked with has had that same challenge of being on social media all the time, becoming exhausted just to grow their presence. And they just feel like they're constantly spending hours and hours online. I've had one client that I worked with once that came to me and she was like, Stacey, I'm up until midnight every night engaging in Facebook groups and doing all this stuff. And it's just, it's not long term sustainable to grow that way, right? Like, we want to have better strategies that are going to be um, more effective, not just for your time, but also in your back pocket as well. So, what we want to do is create an easier way to grow, right? So, we want ways to grow our audience and grow our followers that are more efficient, that are more heart-centered, that get results, and that don't involve a, involve second mortgaging your house just to be able to pay for them, right? So, any sort of growth strategy, we want it to be simple and efficient and easy to implement an action, particularly if you're doing it yourself. If you can outsource and only have the ability to outsource, then obviously, if you've got a team behind you, that's going to create a bit more efficiency. But for those of you doing it wholly and solely on your own, we want clear strategies that are efficient for time. We want them to be heart-centered strategies. We don't want any icky growth strategies that are just bad and that don't feel good and don't feel aligned to us. They've got to get results at the end of the day. And, you know, we don't want to be investing thousands and thousands of dollars into these strategies that you don't really understand why you're doing them. um, And that, you know, you feel like you have to go out and take a second mortgage just so that you can get a few more followers. So really what we're looking for is turning your fans into followers and what we're going to be talking about today, the three things is we're going to talk about the things not to do, we're going to talk about the three tiers of growth and then how to integrate them into your strategy so that you can hit go on your growth. So Basically, like I said, these are the things I've been teaching for three years and it helps you do this without burnout, do it sustainably, profitably, profitably, and let your business shine. So let's talk first about what not to do, okay? I think sometimes it's good to talk about what not to do so that you can really synthesize how to do things and the things that you should be doing. So some of the tactics that I see people doing online that just don't work and that are not sustainable are things like this, buying followers, like ladders, engagement pods. Now, just to explain what these things are. So there are some businesses out there or apps or platforms where you can go on and they will essentially you're buying followers. So, um, you know, sometimes you can pay a lump sum fee to buy a whole bunch of followers and you can often see this in some like old school influencers where they've got like 50,000 followers they get them really quickly and then you know they have hardly any engagement because they're probably the wrong people right um there are some apps out there where you pay like a monthly fee and they crawl the platforms crawl the platforms for um you know, people to engage with and follow for you. And this is where you see like these like botty sort of comments on your own post, things with like one emoji or a comment that makes no sense and has no relevance to the context of what you've just posted. Um, exactly, Christy, those who have 18 posts and 4K followers, like, you know, come on. Um So, you know, there's a couple of different ways that you can buy followers. It's just bad strategy, 100% do not recommend. Like letters are things where you'll see in Facebook groups, some people still do this or some people do it even on their own pages where it's like, hey, come on, let's comment below and all let's follow each other. It sounds good in theory, but it's just not good strategy because while I'm here for community over competition and supporting women, supporting women and all that stuff. Trust me, I'm here for that. But when you start getting involved in like ladders and engagement pods, now engagement pods are things where you'll get like four or five people or maybe 10 people in a group together and they all comment on each other's posts. What this does is it actually fritzes your algorithm. So if you have people following you that are not your ideal client, That tells the Facebook and Instagram algorithm that they are the sort of people that are interested in what you do, which then means it pushes your content out to more people like that. That's how the algorithm works, right? So if you get a whole bunch of people following you, Facebook and Instagram know a crap load of data about all of us, right? So it starts to crawl all that data and pull all that data out and goes, okay, cool. So this is the type of people that this particular page, this business attracts. Now, if you have lots of different, various sorts of people following you because you're going onto these like ladders and stuff, then or buying followers, you're not going to have a clear cut profile that Facebook can determine of a profile of people that it can send your content out to you. It's going to fritz the algorithm on your end. Engagement pods. Now, Instagram was cracking down on these uh, a couple years ago, and Again, just bad strategy. Like it really just bumps you up in those four or five people's algorithm. And again, if they're not your ideal client, it's just going to push your content out to more people like that, which just fritzes your algorithm. And then if you end up getting a whole bunch of followers from it, which is likely, right, that you might get an influx of followers, it actually impacts your insights. Because if you get a whole influx of followers and they're not your ideal client, They're not going to engage with your content moving forward, which means that your engagement rates go down and then that impacts on your insights and isn't giving you a true indication of the performance of your content moving forward. Another few things I see that go on online are things like, you know, spending 10 hours a day engaging, right? Because all the experts say, go and engage, just go and engage with other accounts, go and engage with people that are your ideal client. Okay, well, all right. So people go and do that. And then they're spending 10 hours a day commenting on all these posts and sliding into DMs and, you know, doing all that stuff just to get people to notice them. And it just... It's exhausting and it's just a little bit desperate. (laughs) So we don't need to be doing that. Um, Friending people in Facebook groups. Like there are people out there that teach strategy where they tell you to go into a Facebook group, friend all the people in the Facebook group, and then invite them all to like your page. You've probably had this happen to you before where you get a new friend on Facebook and then they ask you to like their page. Um, No, not cool. That is not how this works. Like it's about creating a network on social media, not spamming people to join your group or follow your page, right? So these things are just, these sort of things are just bad strategy. They're icky tactics. They're not consent-based. They're not sustainable. They're not profitable. They're a direct line to burnout and they're not attracting the right people. Now, I'd love to know, have any of you done any of these things before? And if you have, do not be ashamed Most people that I work with have have done or taken part in one of these things, like at least a like ladder or something or, you know, you've maybe set up way too late, um, you know, engaging with people or scrolling Instagram to find people to engage with because you've been told that engagement is key and that that's the way that you grow. Alright, so let's get into the three-tiered growth strategies and I'm going to break it down one at a time. And this is like a three-pronged approach to good growth on social media. So the first part of a good growth strategy is, is the first tier, sorry, is organic growth. So organic growth is really aligned to your strategy. So organic growth is all about you having your own signature strategy for social media. So and it's but it's got to be one that's aligned to your business objectives. It's also your strategy for organic growth is a content marketing strategy that is aligned to your values and it's also audience centric. Um, And it's content marketing that's deeply resonant and connects with your audience. Now, this includes things like engagement, hashtags, captions, you know, basically anything that you do reactively on social media. So it's all your content marketing, your content creation, your stories, your posts, your engagement, the hashtags you use, the captions, the CTAs, all that sort of stuff. Now, this is really the foundation of what you do online. Um, If you haven't got a strategy, then in terms of growth and growing your audience, you really can't go any further because to master the other two tiers, you need to have your foundational strategy sorted. So who out there, if you're listening live, let me know. If you're watching on the replay, type it in the comments. Do you have a strategy And if you do, is it clear to you what your strategy is? Like has your strategy given you clarity or are you still murky with it? Like are you still not 100% sure how that translates into, you know, what you do each week, each month online? Because with a really clear strategy, everything that you do should be so simple, so easy, so crystal clear that your time on social media can get down to, you know, a couple of hours a week you know. Janet. Hey, Janet. No strategy. That's all good. We can move forward without a strategy. We just need to know we don't have one. <laughs> um, all right. So basically, who else have we got? Beck, don't have a strategy, no idea where to start. Okay. We'll keep listening. We're going to talk more about this. So with a strategy, your growth is built on a foundation of basically hay and sticks. So, if you you think back to like The Three Little Pigs, sorry, I'm looking at comments (laughs) coming through and talking and losing my train of thought. Um, If you think of the story, The Three Little Pigs, um, then, you know, the first two little pigs built their house on hay and on straw and it wasn't good foundation. So the big bad wolf came in and he blew the houses down, right? But the house that was built on bricks and had a really good foundation, um, that was the house that stood the test of time and the big bad wolf didn't blow it over. So your social media strategy is exactly the same and your growth strategy is exactly the same. If you don't have a clear cut, social media strategy that is built and based on your business objectives content marketing let me just go back to that previous slide so we you know what I'm talking about um, a content strategy that's aligned to your values and is audience centric and you don't have content marketing that's deeply resonant and connects with your audience then unfortunately you're going to have a growth strategy that falls over really quickly um, because those are the three most core important things you need to get. Right to be able to move forward and grow in any way, right? Not just growing your audience, but growing clients and growing leads and growing your engagement, right? And your brand awareness, all those things. I'm just gonna have a look at some comments. Ashley, sort of. Christy, yes, strategy, but could have better clarity. Clarity is everything, isn't it? And Ash, um, hang around, love. I, we need to get your strategy sorted because you've got so much gold to share with people. All right. So let's, so the first tier in growing your presence and growing your audience is your organic strategy. Now we're going to look at growth strategy number two, and this one will probably cover off pretty quickly um, because the second way that you can grow your audience online is by paid growth. So I'm talking about Facebook ads, Instagram ads. And I look, I would probably also lump in there anywhere where you pay for people to push out your presence. So there's a lot of things online at the moment, like, you know, the paid articles and the things like that, you know, at the Yahoo top 10 women in business, like it's paid. Everyone knows you pay for it. Like whatever, who cares if you pay for something, just say you paid for it. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. Just be honest about it, right? But, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can pay to play. Facebook and Instagram ads would be the, the two biggest ones. There's also Google ads um, and then there's also a, a, lots of other avenues where you can pay for your content to be pushed out and for your profile to be pushed out. There's other media other than just Facebook and Instagram ads, right? Um, but when it comes to paid growth, this is my extreme recommendation, like, you know, buyer beware, do not launch into paid advertising of any description if you don't have your organic strategy sorted. Um, because if you don't have your organic strategy sorted, which is what we just spoke about before, that those beautiful, strong foundations of what you're doing online, then your efforts in the paid space are not going to pay off, right? Right. Um, because really it's the same objectives. You're just paying for the traffic. You're just paying for Facebook to find the traffic for you. You're paying for Facebook to find the leads for you. So if you're going into paid ads without your underlying foundational strategy, then you're not going to have success in paid ads. They're not a cure-all just because you put money behind it doesn't mean that it's going to make you money or find you followers or generate leads, right? Right. I also do not recommend that anyone does paid ads if you cannot financially invest to, A, outsource it to a professional. And when I say professional, I mean someone who actually specializes in paid ads for Facebook and preferably a Facebook ad specialist that specializes in ads for your niche, so, someone who specializes in e someone who specializes in course creation ads, someone who specializes in maybe your industry, right? So, they can help you with your copy and your setup and all that sort of thing and your targeting. Um, someone who says, I've done ads before may not make a, a Facebook ad specialist, okay? So, one... Financially outsourcing, investing and outsourcing to a professional who can do it for you well. Um, And also not doing it if you cannot financially invest in learning how to do them effectively as well. Facebook ads are a absolute minefield. They are a can of worms. And if you are not prepared for how to deal with those worms, then you are going to end up with just a mess, basically. And if you don't you know, go into paid advertising with the right foundations, then what happens is you're going to really spend a lot of your hard-earned money trying to chase results that you haven't even been able to achieve organically yet. And here's the kicker, right? So if you haven't been able to achieve the results organically, then why would putting money behind it make any difference. Like it doesn't make sense, right? So you're just going to spend more of your money trying to do something that you already haven't, pro- haven't proved works with your audience. Okay. um Ash, don't even go there. That was me last week. <laughs> and hey, we've all been there, right? Like it's so... It can feel like it's just so simple, right? Like Facebook makes it so easy. They put paid advertising in the hands of the everyday person and we go, oh, cool, I can just put $5 behind this. Oh, a couple of people looked at it. Oh, sweet. I'll put a few dollars here. But is it really meeting the right objectives? Um, if you go into it the wrong way, then you're not going to get the desired results and often then have to invest more dollars to get it right. Um Particularly, I've seen a lot of people come to me in the beginning stages of their business. I'm not saying paid ads can't work from the start. They totally can. You've just got to do them well. Um, That really, they don't want to invest in an organic strategy and they haven't got the foundations there. So they start doing ads and then, you know, nothing happens and they get disheartened. And that's not what I want to see happen for you guys, because you've all got amazing businesses, amazing talents, and they deserve to be shared with the world. All right, so let's talk about the third tier of growth. And this is like my favorite, to be honest, like my total favorite. All right, so the third tier of growth is collaborative growth. So if we looked at the first tier, the organic tier, that's really you and the things that you're doing yourself online. It's driven by you. Like you're in the driver's seat. You're pushing the buttons. You're making the posts. You're writing the comments. You're doing all that stuff. It's you in the driver's seat um, pushing your stuff out to the world, right? Um, the second tier was paid group, paid growth where, you know, Facebook's doing the work for you. Instagram's doing the work for you, but you have to pay for that them to be able to do that. And then the third tier is collaborative growth and collaborative growth is where you work with other people to get in front of their audience. Now, I'd love to know from anyone watching live or anyone watching the replay, if you've done any online collaborations and what they were and how effective were they? Um, So let me give you some examples just to kind of, you know, get that inspiration flowing. Um, So, some examples of collaborative growth strategies could be guest blogging, guest podcasting. I've got a podcast that's like a whole collaborative growth strategy in itself. Guest interviews on Facebook Lives. I've done quite a bunch of those. Um, Third-party referrers. So, this isn't necessarily something online, but, you know, people that you're a trusted referrer and they refer to you and send people to you and get people to follow you. And, um, you know, you're one of the people that's in their network and, you know, in their group. Um, then you've got guest content. So it doesn't even need to be like a blog or a podcast or a live stream. You could just swap content um, with someone, or you could provide some content to someone who runs a Facebook group that could be your ideal client and provide some content that's of value. Uh, published articles Um, are another way to get in front of a lot of people because you're leveraging off the platform that that publication is on. Um, Speaking gigs, summits, there's free and paid summits that people run these days, panels, giveaways, affiliate programs, all of those things would be collaborative growth um, in one way, shape or another. Um, And what that means is that you're looking at the platform and the brand and the audience of the other brand um, and getting in front of their people because that's that's more eyes on you, right? All of their audience's eyes on you um, and that leverages then your ability to get in front of more people um, a lot faster than you just constantly engaging and sliding into DMs and being in Facebook groups 10 hours a day right? So what have people said here? Christy, not yet. That's okay. There's always time for it. Um, And we'll talk more about it, obviously. Now, the thing with collaborative growth is that not all collaborations are created equal. So I often see people going, oh, I've been offered to do X for someone else's Facebook group, client base, audience, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's going to be really good exposure. Now, exposure is what people will tout is the reason why you should collaborate with them because they've got 500 followers and why wouldn't you want to collaborate with them? Now, not all collaborations are created equal because exposure for exposure's sake is not necessarily the aim of the game here, right? Um, when you collaborate for growth, it's got to be based on your business objectives again, Um, you know, so you want to be driving actions that are going to benefit you. It's got to be audience-centric and it's got to be mutually beneficial, so it goes both ways. Um, On the flip side, another example, so, you know, people saying that let's collaborate because it's good exposure for you, that would be the um, person organising it, wanting your value for their audience, but not necessarily being able to, you know, equate what the value for you would be in terms of that. Right. Um, Whereas, you know, another example, if I do a flip side, like I will get people pitching me to be on my podcast. And number one, I can tell they haven't listened to an episode. Uh, Number two, they actually offer the same things as me. And number three, they want to talk about topics that have already been on my podcast. So they're, it's not mutually beneficial for me to have them on there, right? Because number one, they're like someone who already does what I do. <laughs> like it's my business podcast. Why would I invite someone like that into my backyard <laughs> to be on my podcast? Um, you know, and or they're not offering me any value. Like they can't provide me with an episode topic that hasn't already been on there. Do you know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's got to be mutually beneficial. So the people who I say yes to that pitch to be on my podcast are the ones that come and say, hey, Stays, love your podcast. I liked this episode. Actually can, you know, have some substance to what they're saying and say, I would love to talk to your audience about this. This is who I am. This is what I do. And here's three topics I can talk about, right? That tells to me, you've taken the time to research, whether you listen to a whole episode or not isn't the point. You've taken enough time to research who I am, who my audience is, what other topics I've had on there, who, what they might like to hear from another expert. And you've given me some context around some of the topics you could talk about that are clearly relevant based on other episodes, because I'm nearly at like 100 episodes now. Um, and, you know, the kind of theme of the things that I talk about on my podcast. Um I'm just looking at these comments now, Ash, do you genuinely wait to be asked to put yourself out there and ask? Um, Look, it depends where you are in your need for growth. Like if I'm in growth phase, I will pitch people. Like if I'm in growth phase, I will 100% pitch people for me to be a guest or me to do live streams or for them to collaborate with me um, in some way, shape or another. Um, If I'm in high growth phase. If I'm not in high growth phase and I might be in another phase, maybe I'm delivering a couple of uh, group coaching programs and I'm really busy doing that. It might just be maintenance phase for me and I'm just focused on engagement, right? More so rather than growth. Um, But yeah, obviously it's going to depend on how big your growth phase is that you're in as to how you know, much pitching you would do um, or whether, you know, you're in a phase where it's just if it comes to you, it comes to you sort of thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So definitely they're not all created equal. So you definitely don't want to go into collaborate collaborating for growth without having that step one, which is your strategy, right? Um, because if you don't have your underlying foundations and your strategy, then you're not going to be able to go into collaborating for growth um, and have that, you know, really potent, powerful collaborations that get real results. And I'm not just talking about getting five to 10, 500 new followers. I'm talking about real followers. Like I've collaborated with a couple of people before where They've done a a post or a couple of Instagram stories. I've seen a few people increase in following, but then it's converted to an actual client really quickly afterwards. That's a potent collaboration because it means that it was mutually beneficial for both of us. It was extremely audience-centric on both sides, mine and hers. And obviously the relationship that we built together and the content that we put out, it was a free collaboration, meant that we both got a direct outcome from that, which was an increase in audience. And for both of us, it converted into paid clients. So that was, you know, a collaboration that got real results that were based on the business, our business objectives. So, when done well, it grows your audience organically, attracts the right people, gets more eyes on you without you having to do more, and also can reduce the need for paid ads. Which, for those of you that aren't in a position to be able to pay for paid traffic, you're going to have to rely on your organic strategy and the collaborative growth strategies until you're at a point um, where potentially at some stage down the track, you may invest in paid ads. For some of you, that may not be a strategy that you really ever want to maintain, um, a, like look at. It may not fit with your value set. And that's totally fine as well. I know a lot of people that don't want to use paid ads. So, how do you integrate these into your overall strategy? So, the main thing is with all of these these tiers of growth is that you want to integrate them into your strategy so that you can grow with ease so that you can grow easily and simply without it being stressful um, or anything like that you want to be able to grow consistently Um, and I like not when I say consistently I don't mean like you know one whole influx of 2,000 followers I mean like you know, consistent, people dropping in every week, every month, so that over time, that compounded effect of new people coming into your audience, um, can you know, compounds over time. And you also want to do it in a way that's aligned to you, right? And without spending more time online than you already are. Because here's the thing, most people I speak to are already spending a crap load of time online that they don't have um, because they've got a business to run and they've got a family to look after. So, we don't want to be incorporating strategies that are going to be taking you more time. They need to be efficient and effective. Um, Ash, I think I need to overcome that fear of reaching out to people. I guess I question their loyalty to other business owners. Look, I think that you, I mean, there's always going to be an initial fear, right? When you go to pitch someone like I get it too. Even when I go to pitch people, I'm like, Oh, were they really going to want to be on my little podcast? You know, but you know, if you think about it, let's say if we used a live joint live stream, for example, for you, right. Cause I know you do a lot of those. <laughs> probably there's people out there maybe that have never done that before. And they're just going to go, happy days like yeah thank you very much like that's what happens to me like if i pitch someone that that has doesn't have their own podcast or has never been on one they're just they're honestly stoked to be asked most of the time um you know obviously if you're pitching to be in in front of someone else's audience then there's that thing of like oh they're going to think i'm valuable enough but again if they don't have people asking or pitching them to do those sort of things very often. That more often than not, they're going to be flattered that you ask them, and they're going to be thrilled to consider it. Right? Um, I always say to people, if this isn't your thing, that's totally fine. Um, but I'd love—I wanted to reach out to you anyway, or something like that—and then that kind of releases them, and it also releases me from the uh, pressure of the expect the pressure of the outcome or the expectation of the outcome kind of releases that from both of you. Um, because, you know, some people will say no, and but most people in my experience say yes. Um, for sure. All right. So where was I up to? Um, okay. So we're looking at growing with ease consistently in a way that's aligned and without spending more time online than you already are so that you can get so the, really the four steps are you need to get solid on your strategy, you need to work with aligned people, you need to determine are you going to do paid or not paid and what's that going to look like. And then once you've got that solid strategy and foundation and action plan for your growth, then you rinse and repeat it over and over and over again. So if you want to continue to learn how to grow your followers online and hit go on your growth, I'm going to introduce you to a whole new container that I have for small business owners called Shine. It is a group mentoring container for small business that helps you turn your followers into fans and your posts into profit. And it has my full proof process. I can't say that three times quickly, to shine and sell on social media. This is a system that I've been teaching for over three years now and gets results. Now, unlike a lot of other courses, Shine blends online learning, group mentoring and one-on-one support to help you level up and shine online. It's not a post and ghost program where you get some online modules and that's it. We do group stuff in there. It's a real container, and there is also one on one support on offer to help you as well. Now, the Shine method, so the post to profit framework, is really simple and it's broken down into five steps. So, step one is strategy. So, that's where you create your wildly successful social media strategy. Step two is content. So, that's your soul led, purpose driven content that resonates with your audience. Step three is to manage. That's like the business of your social media. Like so making sure that all your I's are dotted, your T's are crossed, all the little aspects of your online social media business are working so that you don't have to worry about it. You know, content scheduling, all that sort of stuff. Um, Profiles, content repurposing, batching content, like all that sort of management stuff. Step four is sell. So, this is where we look at the selling system. So, that's the post-to-profit framework and strategy of how to sell on social media and turn your followers into clients. And then step five is grow, which is what we've been talking about today. So, we go really deep into how to get more eyes on your business with a successful growth growth plan, implementing a lot of the things that we've spoken about today particularly your own social media strategy and collaborative growth. Now, the three-tiered learning approach is this. So part of it is self-directed so that you can tap into it whenever you need to because Rome wasn't built in a day and no one gets a um, prize to finish first. There's also group support in terms of the Facebook group that you're in and there is also um, group support events each month. So we do a co-working session, a content planning session and a Zoom coaching call every single month um, so that you can take action, learn more, be supported and get the most out of your membership. And then the third tier is one-to-one. So there is an included portion of one-to-one and there's also an optional portion of one-to-one, which I'll explain in a second. Now, a lot of other courses don't blend those three together. And that's why I'm really proud of this container and what it's become um, and really excited to have, you know, announce it to you guys and have people come into it. So really the value of it is over $2,000. What you get is the post-to-profit system. You get regular workshops and masterclasses. Now there is also um, a whole bunch of existing masterclasses in, and replays in there because the Shine program is the old social collective um, put into a space for small business owners specifically. And then the other half of the old social collective is becoming a digital business mentorship for people who want to create courses, digital products, um, do podcasting, all that sort of thing. Um, because pre up until now, everyone's been in the same group in the social collective. And I wanted to split them up so that the prices were aligned so that the groups were aligned so that the people in there were getting what they wanted um, and also what they paid for. So there's also there's already a whole bunch of old masterclasses and workshops in there. Plus, we do regular ones ongoing as part of the container. There is the three monthly support events, which I mentioned, co-working, content planning, and the Zoom coaching. And there's a Facebook community. Now the Shine program is or three installments of $188. Um, And that's all you pay and you get forever access to the group and the support events. So you just pay once and you stay, which I love. And you also get over $500 worth of digital products. So it comes with like all the how to things that you might need. So social media, image templates, style guides, metrics, trackers, all my Trello systems for socials and business um, and a whole bunch of other digital products and templates and tools and things that you will need to be able to, you know, create a strategy, create good content and shine online. Now, these next two things are new things that I've never done before in terms of my group mentoring programs. So, with Shine, when you join, you also get a free one-to-one clarity call with me, which is a 30-minute call. Now, this call is designed to define your unique strategy, how to get the best out of the Shine system and get clear on your next steps. And then after that, there's optional one-on-one whenever you need it. So we can do Zoom or I do Voxer mentoring, and that's totally optional. When you need it, you can plug into that when you want. But every single member gets a free 30-minute call with me, which is worth... Now, I charge like $350 for a one-hour session. So you do the math. it's like $180 worth of value just to join straight up. Um, And this is really designed to make sure that you have the clarity to know what you need to do and how you're going to make the most out of your investment Um, and then you can get stuck into all the self-directed stuff join our group calls join our group sessions and if you want one-on-one it's there when you need to plug into it and it's at a highly discounted rate about 20% off all my other normal prices so definitely a benefit there in terms of one-to-one. Now, the second thing that I have never done before is I now offer a 14 day money back guarantee with my program. So, if within 14 days you decide that Shine is not for you, you can cancel. You don't need to provide any proof or show me that you've filled out any workbooks or anything like that because I trust you to make the right choice for you and I am not about keeping people in programs just so they can finish paying their payment plan off. That is just ick to me. I want people in my group that want to be there, that need to be there and love being there. But the thing is, I do trust that it's so good that you'll want to stay. But if you decide it's not for you, then I let you all go with love. So I've included just a couple of uh, testimonials of clients who are already in the social collective container to share what they have experienced over the last like 18 months that I've had that program running. Um, so I've got Laura from the design room. I'm not going to read these out. Sonia from Blossoming Business and Carly from Happy Studio. Now these are all three very different businesses um, and it just goes to show that this model and this method and this way of learning and support really can help multiple different business modalities Um, and I think it's the group and the optional one-to-one that really add that extra layer in because you're getting that access to your mentor and you know you're getting that tailored and personalized support that you need. Now what you need to do if you want to get your spot secured is there is a link in the comments to register. I'm also sending the email replay out to my mailing list so you will get that sent out to you later today. Um, When you join you get immediate access to the course so you can get stuck straight into it and join the Facebook group. Um, It's all ready and there to go. I've tested it, it all works, <laughs> all the links get sent to you, you all the emails are there, <laughs> um, and it's all ready and waiting for you when you are ready to join us. So I guess I just want to finish with by saying that this is stuff that I've taught for three over 3 years now, like since I started my business. This is not a system that I just came up with last week because it sounds cool, Right. Post to profit system framework sounds awesome, but it's just what I've been doing for years. And these strategies are things that have helped me help other people create more time in their lives, more money in their business, more clients, and ultimately less stress and overwhelm. Um, because there's so many overcomplicated strategies out there that just you know, it's just burning people out and they're just 100% not necessary. Um, This is tried and true strategies and action plans and things that you do day in, day out that just become as simple as breathing um, and get you real results because that's what I'm there for. I want to see people get real results. I'm here for it absolutely here for it. I don't know all of you have an amazing business and you deserve to see those results realized in your life. So my final words are these, the strongest action is for a woman to love herself, be herself and shine amongst others she never thought she could. I thought that was a very fitting um, quote for the end of this because um, you know us women in business It is a courageous act to show up for our business every single day and I take my hat off to every single one of you that are doing it because it's not easy some days, particularly at the moment with people in lockdown, et cetera. So um, one of the the strongest things you can do as a woman in business is love yourself, be yourself, and shine amongst others you never thought you could. I wish I knew. um, It's an author unknown. I wish I knew who said it. I thought it was just such the most amazing quote. All right, so watch out for your emails and let's connect. Um, If you've got any questions about the Shine program, I'm just going to remove my slides. Um, If you've got any questions about the Shine program, please feel free to shoot me a DM. Um, You can do that on Instagram you can do that on Facebook. Um, You can reply to the email replay when it comes out. Um, more than happy to answer any of your questions. Um, And yeah, looking forward to welcoming a bunch of you into Shine. I'm looking, I'm so excited to release it to the world. Thanks so much for today. No worries, Christy. So great to have you on. I'm so glad you were able to catch a live. That's so awesome. All right, guys. I've nearly taken up an hour of your time, so have an amazing day. Um, well, thank you all for being here and if you're watching the replay, remember to comment along. hope you've been commenting along like it's live, um, and i'll I'll pop back in when I can and answer any of your comments. Thanks for listening to the social Hub podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.